Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connor Rolls, and this is the Nerd at Gods podcast, episode 190. Joining me as always, Daniel Neverwilly. What's up, gamers? What's going on? What up, Daniel? Not much. Video games. Video games, indeed. That's yeah. it. Video games, period. It's very funny this, this year, right? Like, what a great year for video games. It's weird because, then... like, so much is coming out, but, like, I don't know. I get the... I get weird cravings late at night to play just like odd shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just like oddly got a craving to play Fable Two the other day. That's what I'm talking. Let's <laughs> I was go. like, I was like, let's download Fable Two, and I'm like fucking around with I that. Time. <laughs> it's always like thirty minutes before I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I'm just like, that's oh. your mind, like yeah, that's my mind just fucking with me. Like, <laughs> like oh, let's get really into something weird right now, and I'm just like, oh shit, why not Fable Two? You know. Hmm. Yeah, this year's you know really good for video games, but like it also feels like man, this year's also really bad for like video game creators. I don't know. What do you mean, video game developers and stuff? It feels like so much. Yeah, no, I mean in terms of layoffs and just. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, it just I don't know. It feels like the industry's in a kind of a weird tug and pull. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, business is weird. You know. It's, people are getting uh, bought up. People are getting laid off. Teams are getting shut down. Yeah, people leaving. Heads are leaving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is odd. Just, I don't know. But then little, we're little getting some of the... going around. Yeah, then, but then 2023 is, you know, it's one of the best years in games. Yeah. It's crazy. It's such a dicey industry to work in, you know, I bet, for a developer. Because it it's just yeah. like, you're never in one place for that long if you have to move to the to wherever the company is and go work there, you know? It's like, you can't expect to be there longer than... I don't know, three, four years, right? Yeah, I think there's a few teams that have like people that stay forever. Sure. Like, but it seems like you gotta really like work your way up to that type of position. You know? Yeah. It's like if you're a guy, you just got out of college, you're working on video games now, you're moving around for like the next decade, it seems like, you know. Or find a team that has like remote work. Yeah. So you don't have to move. Yeah. I think that's where a lot are going and make yeah. it a little easier. Seems like you really gotta build up a resume and then and then eventually you'll land at a company that'll keep you around a very long time and you can work on multiple games with them mm -hmm. still that's gotta be scary yeah yeah the way development's weird there are like certain things like people that do like like concept art like you're only doing like the beginning of every game so it's like unless that studio has a good churn of like okay now you're moving on to our next game which is years down the line right yeah like what are you, what is that what are you gonna do with that concept artist you just you should yeah. pay him not do much or you're gonna fire him right or yeah. whatever like, i don't know i mean there's not some of these teams aren't like bethesda where like these guys these developers stay there for 10 plus years or yeah. more right like that's just there's not a lot of teams that do that well i always think about that that psych odyssey um documentary yeah. now right it's like, what an, i love it yeah. probably my favorite thing from this year still yeah it's like that was a crazy good documentary and it's just like i wonder how many of those uh the lower level guys not that they're lower no insult when i say lower level but um you know, I wonder how many of them are even still working there. You know what I mean? It's just that. Uh, I think most of them still are. Yeah. But even in that, that documentary, that you ago. saw a lot of people leave. You even saw people come yeah. back, you know? It's yeah. just that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a crazy thing. It's just like, if that's just happening at that one's pretty small studio, it's got to be happening. Imagine a giant studio, you know? I want more documentaries on more studios. Is, is, yeah. Is my thing. Well, maybe something because, like, at least Psych Odyssey is like, it's like, not that it's a, a small team because it is, it compared to like other indies, that's probably still like pretty big for an indie team right but like you know for an indie team we see the struggle for that documentary imagine you know we talked about this when it came out imagine the scale of like a 
anything a bethesda yeah like what does bethesda look like when they're making starfield for yeah. forever five years like that's got to be eight crazy. Years. <laughs> or eight years. I'm just throwing give me a number. Eight year out. documentary. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would love one. I mean, my dream one would be give me a uh, a one whole Call of Duty game at like Infinity Ward. You know? Oh and, like, wow. What's that yeah. like? Yeah, that would be fascinating to see. What their next game they're doing? What yeah. is that looking like? Yeah. yeah. No, like give me. It's that. like that turn is two what two exactly. years, two to three years now. That's, that's got to be just chaotic. You know, especially yeah. like coming up to the end when they're actually launching that Call of Duty, that's gotta be just crazy to see. See, I don't look at it as chaotic for them. Like I see it, like it seems like more of a machine because there's all there's also all these other studios that are helping them too. So it isn't just Infinity Work, like it is like five other support studios. Yeah. So they're probably like working at a good churn. I would assume. Well, they're just always there. working. Is what I uh, like. They they probably don't have like. Oh, now we're taking three months off. Yeah, they probably take a month off or something, but they're not taking these huge. Chunks you got to imagine off. they're in pre-production on whatever the next COD is immediately. Immediately, right? Probably yeah. while they're still working on the other one, you know. Yeah, for sure. Crazy. See, there's all those rumors that uh, Infinity Ward's working on an RPG. Remember those? I really want to see what that is. Um, wasn't that rumor? That was a rumor. Was a while ago. Yeah, I don't. I mean, hopefully it's real. Hopefully it just uh, yeah. takes a while to to turn out a giant rpg for them but i would love to see something something else from infinity ward i mean they got the like. know-how and the tech right yeah like, give me like a cool first person rpg from them like um, that'd be fascinating to see yeah that, that sounds that sounds crazy yeah Did they try to do their own bethesda type game yeah yeah i wonder if it'd be like that deep or if we're looking at more of like a like a dying light type of situation something like that oh, sure. i don't know but daniel it's been another busy week in the world of video games yeah, weird week. Weird week. Pretty weird week. I agree. I agree. First up then. Current PlayStation president Jim Ryan is retiring from his position in March of next year. Uh, in the short term, Hiroki Totoki? I think it's Hiroki Totoki. Yeah. Totoki. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. We'll be stepping in while Sony looks for someone to fill the role permanently. Daniel, moment of silence for our boy Jim Ryan. That's good. That's good. That's okay. good. Now, Daniel, on a completely serious note, what are the chances we could get Jim Ryan to come co-host this podcast with us? <laughs> Probably not likely. You don't think so? What if he retired specifically yeah. for that? You know, like just to go around doing stuff? No, just the he specifically said, "Hey guys, I need to retire. I'm gonna go co-host the Nerd of Gods podcast." Oh no! <laughs> as much as I talk about him, I do not. I, I don't. What do you mean? You don't want a real gamer me. like Jim Ryan on there? Like, come yeah, on! Yeah, you're right. You're true. Real gamer. Real gamer, um, right there. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's just kind of. He still has time, probably, to do other things. So he's probably just gonna go to another company i assume or be a board member of some other company um how old is he he's probably in his 60s i wonder if he's done done i mean he's certainly probably made enough money to be, maybe in his late 50s early 60s i'd say early 60s probably he looks older i mean no no offense mr ryan but uh, you know he's got the gray hair and the wrinkles it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a very interesting like they playstation is in a very strong um uh a strong position in the market but i don't know it seems like simultaneously as strong as they are like a lot of like they're just not pumping out as many games as they were 
maybe that's just dev time is really slow right now. Every all their studios were pumping out games very quickly, but now I don't know. There's really only one big first party game this year, and then a VR game. So maybe next year they'll have a few more. Um, so their PlayStation is just in a kind of a weird way. The consoles are selling. Seems like there's kind of a malaise about PlayStation. I, I know that I'm not the only one that kind of sees that, but um, I don't know if it's Jim's fault. I mean, it doesn't really seem like he has done very well public facing, you know? I don't think very many people like him public facing, but behind the scenes, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if all the other executives really like him very much. I don't, I, I, I don't really want to speculate that, you know? Yeah, he's certainly taken all the hits, I think, from uh, yeah. all the negative stuff that PlayStation... You know, I mean, he started in 2019 as the president, right? So that's that's a pretty short time, only five years, right? I don't know when exactly he got hired in 2015, but around five years, let's say. And within that time, I mean, it's been... Yeah, they've been killing it on the console sales side and game sales size. I mean, they, you know, you got to give credit to Ryan for getting through COVID with, yeah, that's with true. the whole launch of the PS5 and stuff like that. That was a hard time for everyone. Mm-hmm. but launching a console in the middle of yeah that. specifically launching a console in the middle of that and they have been able to get it back up to where ps4 sales were and keep it on track with that right so it's like that's that's fairly impressive himself but yeah they kind of entered that whole uh we're the premium console side in that in that time frame right with uh you know really negative publicity stuff like uh you know upcharging for for the same games on backwards compatibility and uh you or know just, just like the next gen up up up, uh, upgrade upgrade like, yeah that's kind of what i'm talking bucks. about the okay, uh yeah. the whole uh ps plus raising its price to a crazy amount now stuff like that we um, believe in generations quote yeah, that he had they were kind of the first ones to take the hit on moving games up to 72 you know and it's like kind of jim ryan is now kind of the face of all of that right so i don't think amongst hardcore gamers he's very well liked right so and then like you were saying behind the scenes who knows how much he's well liked i'm sure he is by execs and whatnot so yeah, I don't. It's gonna be an interesting thing to see who they replace him with, and also the uh, the move to live service, right? We could, you know, I don't want to put his face in that too. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to fully blame Jim Ryan for that. I'm sure that was tons of people's decisions, but Jim Ryan was the face of that during that time, so he he kind of takes the uh, the hit for that too as well. So yeah, there's a lot of negative things that happened within those five years, at least amongst hardcore gamers. I don't think the casual gamer really cares about any of those things right now, but um. Oh, the price increase, I'm sure they care about. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't think he's going to be very well remembered over, over the I don't years. Think so, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think we're going to talk too highly about him and, and his reign, uh, over the last five years. So I'm I mean, interested in. Being... Uh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you can go ahead. Cause I was, I was gonna... just say, if I'm being honest, like, correct, like, you tell me, has PlayStation had a great year since 2020? Was 2020 um, the last great year? They've had some good games. I would consider, yeah. I mean, because 2020 had a lot of good games. What's great, right? Because it's like, is selling consoles great? You know? No, I just mean like overall. I mean, overall, you could throw that in there. Yeah, you could throw that in there. I mean, if you want. Yeah, it depends years. what categories. Because I could say last year, right? Got to wear Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and selling a shit ton of consoles. I mean, that's a depending who you're asking great year right yeah last year was not too was pretty good for them yeah so i i mean you you could argue that you could even argue 2021 stuff like that i mean it's uh yeah i don't know i think it was a weird year for them i think that was a weird year you know general yeah it's hard to say right it's like what's a great year for them so yeah that would be more perspective 
Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind yeah. of interested to see where they go next. You know, like who we hiring, who we put in that position. Obviously, the guy they're putting in the short term is some Sony exec. So it seems like you know he probably won't be able to get too much done. It's an interesting position too because it takes a very long time to kind of for any of your decisions to even be fulfilled. Right? It's like it, Jim Ryan's stuff was kind of just getting started. You know, with the probably still be feeling stuff like that. Look at Phil, right? Like look how long it took him to turn that ship around. You know, with Xbox, it's uh, it, it took years and years and years. So it's it's not it's not like the president of the United States. It takes a long fucking time to actually do anything. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I see people theorizing like, oh, they're gonna pull back on live service games now and stuff like that. It's like, you know, that ship's already sailed. The, 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 they kind of have to go through with a lot of those, and it's like, you know, could they, they land? Yeah, could they stop doing the whole premium thing and uh, you know, upcharging for just about everything that they put out? Yeah, maybe they could make some minor decisions there and stuff like that. But you know, in the short term, I, I I don't see any any like big changes. You know, we're gonna have to see who the new president is and you know what he wants to do, right? Yeah, I think with the premium upgrade, I just think we're gonna get away from that anyways because we're gonna forget about last gen eventually. So you're not really gonna have to worry about upgrading these games because they're not gonna. I don't mean launch. that. I just mean like everything's expensive on the PlayStation side. You know, like you look at DualSense Edge, that's that's super expensive. Yeah. You know, even this, this is like I don't. That was like a hundred, so I guess that's not that bad. But like, you know, they just like everything they have, they really want to make it as expensive as possible, just because a lot of people will end up buying it anyways, and it's just uh, it, it just gives them a very uh negative look, right? Yeah very expensive like premium like product and all yeah that. yeah 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 i i think in terms of like who's going to replace him and I, I i don't know who would but people are nuts online like it's like guys this isn't fucking recasting batman and you see you know what i mean like you guys don't know the person that's gonna be the next president no. you know like you guys um, have never heard of him you know we're not, we can all sit here and guess it's not gonna be fucking reggie you know it's not gonna be shuhei you know it's like yeah. i mean shuhei is a possibility i guess but like uh you know it's like i it, think it's going to be another european focused exactly it's it, like they've really started focusing on europe more than japan or the u.s or anything like that like playstation is really nailed down like europe uh so i think it's going to be some other european uk uh executive that we've yeah, never heard of probably something like that i would you know a, a japanese executive then i i would like that too you know that that would be sure. interesting maybe you know, maybe they need a new change japan not focused. europe yeah. yeah, that'd be interesting. I think they went with a bunch of Europe execs just because it's like in the middle of the two, you know. And then like they have a big audience in Europe, so yeah, I, I think that that's where they're trying to trying to hit home there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm super curious to see where PlayStation goes from here. You're right; we don't have a lot of games announced right now, and we know they have to be working on stuff. All these studios, right? We only so have like... one that's coming out next year, and then I don't know if any of those live servers are actually going to come out next year. Yeah. So, like, they only have Wolverine, supposedly, next year, and, like, that's kind of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. They they have a couple second-party games, um, like um, uh, Helldivers, supposedly, you know, is coming out next year. Uh, some third-party partnerships, like, I think that Ronin game, Rise of the Ronin, I think that's next year, too. Yeah. So, like, first-party-wise, though, they don't really have very much, and they have a lot of studios. So I, I don't I don't know. Maybe they're all just still cooking, but they kind of need to pace these games out, too. They can't just. All right. They're all going to be ready. Like kind of have to 
paste them if every every few every year you know yeah I, they've certainly been oddly quiet recently my hope is that they're just being oddly quiet and that they're moving to more of a hey we'll talk about the game when when it's closer to being ready type of thing i hope that's the yeah case. that that that's my hope right like it, it, there's certainly a possibility that they're just all not even close to ready so they don't want to talk I think to that's them mostly what it is sure like they don't want to show i think it's a mix of both of those i think it's they don't want to show it if they don't have a ton to show because they don't want it to be you know three years down the line it's going to come out right mm -hmm. so if they don't have anything to show just which playstation has been very bad at in the past right you look at the entire ps4 generation we had those games announced for at least yeah. a couple years majority of them and then they just were slowly rolled out they like the hype cycle of yeah like the teaser like playstation does do they like they do a good job of marketing but they do like trickle their games out with showing them pretty far ahead yeah that's why, like, it, it could be a possibility that we're in a pivot point where they're just changing their marketing yeah. strategy and they will talk about the games when they are much closer to being done now, which I would like if, if they are doing that. I think maybe they should say they're doing that if they are doing that, right? Just so everyone can stop. I think stop. that'd be a weird thing to hear, though. Yeah, that would be a weird thing to hear, but, like, I don't know, just put it on a fucking blog post. Like, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're changing our market strategy. <laughs> we're going to talk about games when they're closer to being done instead of uh, hyping you up for games that are three years out, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that would be a weird thing to talk about. I agree. So yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I definitely have hopes for whoever the new president is to turn stuff around. I certainly don't like a, a lot of the decisions PlayStation has been making uh, this generation. Like the whole live service thing, I'm extremely against. I don't think it's going to work out for them. Y you know, I think if the hope is that one of those is going to stick, one of these live service games yeah. is going to stick, then maybe I could see the strategy there. They right? already have it. <laughs> yeah, they do already Destiny. have that in Destiny, right? Like you guys kind of already bought your way into yeah. that. Which... They gave, they bought it, and then it's still making money. Maybe they want another one. Like I, I mean, my hope with the live service is that you know they're they're just gonna get one or two of those to work, just so they can fund the games I actually want to play. Right? It's. Uh... But then just keep pumping money into Bungie, like. Sure. So like Bungie has Destiny, and it's like. They're also about okay. To have well, that game, right? Yeah, the, yeah. So like, Destiny can only keep making so much money for them. Like, they're gonna have to kind of shift or like make a Destiny three or, or whatever. Like, they can't keep relying on Destiny two forever. Like, yeah, they got Marathon, but Marathon I think is not gonna be, you know, the money maker that Destiny two is. So like, I don't know. I guess just I would infuse into them, right? Infuse more money. Get like keep pumping. Make Bungie like, you know how some of these other studios have multiple studios throughout the country or something like do that with Bungie, like just make Bungie your live service and like have like a smaller team focusing on more single player within them and then have the rest of Bungie just make more destiny likes, you know, you're putting a lot on Bungie then though is the thing, right? But the, yeah, but that's why you, they got them, right? That's why they wanted them. Sure. Uh, also, Bungie not really considered in the first party family. It's just, I don't know. They're at a very weird place where I think like a lot of people like me. I think there's a ton of people like me out there that are just like, I'm not going to play these live service games. I mean, I'm not playing as really any of them. of them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and that's even you who likes multiplayer games, right? It's like, I'm a, yeah. you're not really interested in any of them. I don't even want the last of us. And it's so hard to get into that space. Like, just it almost seems like luck sometimes of what games make it in and what games don't. You know, it's just like, you know, who would have predicted that Fall Guys is one of the ones that ended up sticking around? You know what I mean? It's just like you first see that game. I'm like, eh, no chance or Rocket League or something like that. Although that game did look pretty cool just from from the jump. But it, it's just a very you see live service games get canceled and shut down all the time. It feels like every week we read a new story about that. So it's like 
it's such a hard space to just jump into. I mean, I'll just throw it in here. One just got shut down. Yeah. And it hasn't even come out yet. The yeah. Hyenas, Sega's Hyenas game. Like, we had so many trailers and marketing material. The game's supposed to be coming out, you know, relatively soon. Got the date that it had. And then they're just, we can't, it's not going to do anything. So they just yeah. shut it down. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I hope whoever this new president is can come in and see that. And obviously, they're going to have to ride this out and then put out all these live service games. But uh, hopefully they just recognize that that's not the path forward. And I, you know, it's just the, the games PlayStation typically makes are super expensive. And I understand that, too. So I totally understand from a business perspective why they shift to a live service model. It's just I don't it's just not going to work out the way the way they hope, you know, I just think they want that steady income. Yeah. But I don't know. And like, will they be satisfied with one of those? You know, is like, what if yeah. the Last of Us game, you know, say that one kicks off and it does work out and it does become a, a steady income live service game for them? Are they just going to want more then? You know, like, yeah, it, it's I think they should just be satisfied with what Bungie does. Yeah. To be honest, like I, I was already talking about like pump them up. But it's like, like, like that's at least one. Like, if I guess if you look over at Xbox, they have Minecraft and sea of thieves uh right. i mean in terms of live service games i mean they yeah. kind of got a shit ton because they also have elder scrolls online fallout 76 oh elder scrolls yeah yeah um yeah, yeah i didn't I think mean, about this activision blizzard deal goes through they have Warzone. so i mean True. yeah they microsoft is up in there with oh and then wow games. yeah wow as well yeah i mean if once this activision blizzard deal goes yeah. through but even just just microsoft themselves overwatch overwatch yeah i guess just microsoft themselves you know even you know those those few games there it's like that's a few and they're they're pretty diverse i don't know i think a playstation should should at least to try I, I i'm fine with them attempting to do it it seems like they're just doing too many i think yeah. that seems to be the problem yeah i agree like I we agree. don't need naughty dog to be making one of these yeah it's a waste of naughty dog's time yeah i'm not a fan of it either so yeah, I mean, this president, he's certainly going to have a lot to deal with when he does get in here. And uh, Rest in peace, Mr. Wright. He's not dead. He's dead, he's dead to me. Unless he comes co-host the show. Come co-host, you know. Well, he wouldn't be dead if he knew actually how to shoot the, the weapon in the game. So, so <laughs> it's actually the trigger right here, Mr. Mr. Ryan. This is the trigger. This is, how you, this is how you hold a controller and you shoot it with this one. He can't get past like the first level on some games. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Guys, I can't. I can't. This this new Horizon Forbidden West game. I can't get past the first uh, tutorial level. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, then uh, the company behind the VFX in the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies, What a Workshop, will be teaming up with Private Division to make a new Lord of the Rings game called Tales of the Shrier. Excuse me. Shire. Uh, Shire, didn't I say that? No, I you said Shire. Oh, like <laughs> Jason Shire out you here. Know, he, he can, he's on this list somewhere, so I'm seeing his name. Uh, it'll be coming out sometime next year. Yeah, it's pretty quick for an announcement too. Yeah, this is interesting because um, these guys are just a VFX studio, right? I think they also helped on the um, the Amazon show, the whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think called. there's someone. I think they're assisting someone. Is, are they not? Uh, they're assisting private division, which is typically a publisher. Right. So I don't know. I think what's they got going on probably there. in some internal devs. Yeah, has private there division as well? ever made a game just in general? Ooh, that's a good question because they are a publishing arm for Take Two. Yeah, um, look it up. They they have to have internal internal studios. 
Because, like, that's what I was thinking with Weta. Like, yeah, this is all weird, like, if you think about who owns Weta, who owns Lord of the Rings, and then also Take-Two. So if I break this down for you, Take-Two in Private Division, right? Then you have Weta, who is now owned by Unity. You remember that story from, what, last year when Unity bought Weta, the effects com- VFX oh, company, really? which is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Memories. And then, then you have Lord of the Rings, which any pre-existing thing, I think, is still could be under who they made the deals with, but is also Embracer, because they have the rights now to that stuff. Oh, yeah. So this game is really weird in how it's <laughs> Lord being of the Rings made. is owned by so many people. It's insane. You own Lord um, of the Rings. You own Lord of the Rings. Everybody look I'm under your this seat. It's a hobby. What do you think this game's going to be, though? Like, I love Lord of the Rings, but like, what is this? I think this will be a more narrative, quote-unquote, walking simulator type of thing. Oh, you think so? Yeah. That's not where I went. <laughs> really? That's, that's what I, I went all I, I was, dude, I'm thinking more of, like, a tech demo, you know? <laughs> like, thinking oh. like that Matrix tech demo, you know? Not, it'll be more of a game than that, you know? But, like, I think, like, just, like, a super beautiful, you know, explore that little Hobbit village type thing. I don't know. That's what, what came to mind for me. I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, you take Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing, and then you make make it like really like high fidelity. I like this. That, this I was dope. thinking like a cozy game. That's what well, I, was I, was, I mean. We're kind of in the same realm, I guess. I mean, uh, not action based. I'm not thinking like a fucking okay. third person action game, you know, like you. But I'm I like, like I like your home. idea too. Yeah, kinda. You know, I would, just more of like a like a tour of the the little Hobbit village. No, I was thinking <laughs> of know? like building the village. Yeah, build a village. You, you want thinking. a farm farming. And shit. Yeah, not that I, I want to necessarily do that, but like that's what I, I was do. thinking. Like, this sounds fun game. as fuck to me. The you know? Shire is peaceful, yeah. sunny and peaceful, grassy. Oh, I'm down to hang out there. Give me a give me a VR version of this. You know, walk around and shit. I okay. don't know. You know, I don't have a VR thing, but uh, I'd play that. I'd play that. I mean, you you just put your phone to your face. Right? Was it, the, was it the Google, whatever, Google, Google Glass, Glass, whatever, whatever it was, or no, it was called, yeah. cardboard or whatever it's called? And yeah, you yeah, put, you like, just your slide your phone in, yeah. Yeah. Cheap ass version of VR. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this uh, is cool. I mean, we certainly get a lot of Lord of the Rings games, so, uh, you know, you can kind of pick your poison with if you want to jump into the Lord of the Rings world and play a game through that. You can go play Gollum instead. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't play know. That game. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, I don't, it's a cool idea. I, I like seeing more people get into video games and stuff like that. More studios do that. And uh, these people certainly know Lord of the Rings very well. So I'm sure whatever they make will be a uh, dedicated Lord of the Rings thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I hope it's good. I'd like to see good Lord of the Rings games. We're going to get that, like, Minds of Moria game soon-ish, right? What is that? that? Like, where you're, like, playing the dwarves in, in Moria and you're, like, mining and stuff. Just mine. It seems, is this also, yeah, it seems, like, Stardew um, Valley? No, it seems more like um, Deep Rock Galactic. Do you remember that game? Where like four players, you're yeah, like I remember that. mining stuff and fighting stuff. I think it's like that, but with like dwarves in the in Moria. I like that. That's badass. Yeah, okay. yeah it seems cool. I hope that game's good. Me too. Give me a third uh, Mordor game, please. But they're please. working on a Wonder Woman game. That's true. That's true. I like that even more. If I'm being honest, so really, whatever they can. I don't know. Wonder, I, I'm excited for the Wonder Woman game to see what that is, but like I also want, you know, more Lord of the Rings games. I'll be—I've never been a big Lord of the Rings guy. 
when I say I dislike fantasy, I just kind of mean I dislike Lord of the Rings. Oh, if I'm being no. honest, move on. Yeah, on. <laughs> I mean that's kind of that's kind of what I mean. <laughs> I'm into like so many different fantasy things, but if you ask me if I like okay. like fantasy, I'll be like, no. What if I give you a turn-based Lord of the Rings game? You know, I played a turn-based Lord of the Rings game a very long time ago. <laughs> like, I didn't like beat it or anything. I forget what that game was called. It came out after all the movie games, but like still on the PS2 era. Middle Earth, something like that. I can't remember what that game was called. I can't even remember if it was turn-based exactly. It was something like that, though. A modern turn-based. A modern turn-based Lord of the Rings game. RPG, yeah. I mean, Lord I'll probably Rings. play it. Yeah, you would. You're Mr. Turn-based now, so. But I won't be happy about it, then. I won't okay. be happy about it. Put it in the Witcher universe, though, and then I'm all in. Then I'm all Ooh, in. a turn-based Witcher game? Ooh, cool. That'd be RPG. Cool. Next up. Platinum Games president. How do you pronounce this man's name? Uh... His name, uh, my brain's blanking. I know how to. Uh, it's it's Kamiya, but what's his first name? Hideki. Yeah. Uh, is it? Hey, hey, yeah, Hideki. That's right, Hideki Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya will be leaving the studio on October thirteenth later this year. Uh, he stated that he feels this is best for the future of the studio and that he will continue to create games elsewhere. Daniel, fascinating news. This man, uh, I believe, co-founded the studio, right? The yeah. So he left from somewhere else. You probably know the story, right? It's uh, uh, I mean, wasn't he Capcom? Yeah, he was Capcom for a while, right? This yeah. is the guy. I mean, he didn't he make like Resident Evil or something like that? Is the Mega Man guy? No, the Mega Man guy is um, is what's his name? He did Mighty Number no. Nine. That's a different Mighty Number no. Nine. What did this yes, guy make? Okay. Did he make uh, Dante's? I... Uh, not Dante's Inferno. Fucking um, Devil May Cry. Yeah. This is that guy? Okay, this is mm -hmm. that man. The original Devil May Cry director. And he split yeah. off, and he made Platinum. And yeah. he's leaving Platinum. Yeah, he, him and, like, uh, the guy from um, Tango. What was the Tango guy's name? I can't remember. My brain is not working right now. Don't, he, don't make Resident Evil, the, the Resident Evil names. Godfather. Yeah, yeah, Resident yeah. Evil Godfather. That's that he guy. He also, like, did stuff with him, too. Okay. Um, he, he, like, helped you know do some stuff like that um but uh yeah it Kamiya's, uh he he helped found platinum so i don't know what platinum is going to be like without him and his yeah. vision for the studio not that it it could be better you know like who knows maybe he's holding them back a little bit i don't i don't know i i don't think so but um i know he is very he's an outspoken guy he's very out there all the time um for better or for worse um but i love his games so i I, I, yeah, I don't understand why he's leaving unless the other executives have a different vision for what they want to do. And he had a different vision, probably just more creative, whatever. He wanted to go this way and they wanted to go that way. That's what I have probably assume happened. Um, sure. I don't someone's going to pick him up very quickly. Yeah, you got to imagine. So I wonder if there's any chance he goes back to Capcom. Yeah, someone's going to someone's going to just scoop him up and I don't know. Maybe, uh, here you go. I have an idea. You ready? I'm right. Xbox signs him and, like, puts him, you know, if he finds a new studio for them. Gale Baum, baby. <laughs> it's exactly where my head was going. Not necessarily that it needs to be scale bound, but if you remember, Kamiya, that was a, a love child for him. He wanted to make scale bound. Like, that was supposed to be, like, a passion project for him. Um, so maybe, maybe Bill it could be. knocked on his door, like, oh, I'll get you scale bound. I'll yeah, get you exactly. fucking scale bound. All right. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I like that. 
Yeah, Maybe definitely be interested to see where he goes next. I'm I'm certainly interested to see where uh, where Platinum's going from here. Do we know what what is Platinum's next game? Do we have anything announced? Do we so I hope just, a new near game. Just up in the air, right? Yeah, you would think Nier's up next, right after. Like what's, what's, what's so their last big doing? game was Bayonetta three, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they Which released something this year. Okay, so very yeah, that was two years ago. Wasn't that two years? Wasn't that last fall? It wasn't last year. It wasn't last year. Oh, wait, was it last year? I don't know. I don't know now either. <laughs> yeah, what is time, no, you're right. Daniel? No, you're what right. Is it was I'm crazy. It was, that's, right. That was 2022, it was right? It was okay. last year. Okay, so we're uh, almost at a year. It feels now. two I'm years. Three. Yeah, that was like October <laughs> yeah. last year. Okay. Yeah. You were making me yeah, think yeah. I'm crazy. I'm like, there's no fucking way that was two years ago. Um, But yeah, so that was their last game. Very well received. I think it sold pretty well. I can't remember exactly where the sales went. I remember it's like over a million. Yeah, it sold a million at some point. So I'm I'm sure that probably met their expectations on what that game was going to end up doing. Um, So yeah, I mean, they're in a good spot, right? Like he left them at a good point, right? He certainly didn't leave them. Yeah, but they also did. There's um, been a low point for Platinum. They did Babylon's Fall, which was uh, also very early last year. And that game was a complete disaster. So, yeah, I guess, I mean, Platinum has always been a, you know, bad side, good side, right? It's, a, the, yeah. they've always put out your your B-team games with the Legend of Korra shit. And, uh, you know, I know people like these games too, but like Babylon's the, the Transformers Fall, yeah. one, ben, Babylon's Fall, stuff like that. And there's always the good side with the Nier Automata, the Vanquished, uh, uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So it's just, there's always the good and bad with Platinum and, uh. I wonder if they try to get rid of the bad now, you know, if they just like really dedicate themselves to the good. Like I would love to see just the whole team move on to the next near game. I think that would probably be I mean Yoko Taro's gotta be doing something. What has Yoko Taro been doing? So you know who, I mean? who's that exactly? That's the director of Nier. um Nier of Nier. Okay. Yeah, he's the creator director of Nier. So he's been do- I think he had his hands in the uh, in those mobile stuff, maybe in maybe like overarching story if there was any story tied into the other Nier games. I'm sure Yoko Taro was involved, but what has he been doing, you know? Like Amiya did just do um Bayonetta, so like yeah, Yoko Taro has to be doing something with whatever team he's got. So, yeah, I I assume we got to have a new Nier. Like Nier Automata was a while ago. They did the the updated remastered of or remake ish of the original with Replicant. Oh, that, right, was two, yeah. that was that was two recently. years ago. Yeah, I think that was twenty twenty one. And um, so it's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Platinum's Platinum's going to be an interesting direction. Like, are they going to be sold? Are they going to be bought by someone? Yeah, you have to start wondering with all these companies. Like Square being just going to buy them up. Like, is someone? is someone going to acquire platinum at some point, you know, that's a big team to acquire. So I'm sure yeah. that would cost a uh, pretty penny there, but um, yeah, and they work with everyone, which is weird too. They do, so yeah. they like, just about everyone has published the platinum game. So, you yeah. know, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Very interesting to see what they do next. I would expect a, a new game amount announcement any day from them, you know, whether it is a new near or something else. Right. Has to be. Yeah. I'm trying to think. They don't have anything like on Switch either. That's like, you know, I mean, Bayonetta. Yeah, no, but like, I don't, you know, they put out, what was that one random game they put out in like 2020? Wonderful 101? No, there was something else. It was like futuristic. Maybe this wasn't them. It was, it was a Switch. Oh, you're talking about Astral Chain. Astral Chain. There you go. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, yeah, you're right. That was like 2020, 2019, something yeah. like somewhere around there. Yeah. I still uh, want to play that game. Yeah. I, I wonder if there's a sequel to that in development somewhere. You know, it's just, uh, I don't a lot think that, that game's sold, right? Yeah, yeah. I do want to check out Astro Chain. I forgot about that game. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Very curious to see where Platinum goes next and where he goes next. So, 
hopefully find out yeah. in the future. Yeah, we'll see. Someone's like I said, someone's scooping him up real quick. Definitely. Uh how about him and Glenn Schofield team up, you know, make a what? <laughs> what a wild pair. What a wild team there, you know. I don't know how that could even work. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like all these big devs that left recently just teaming up, you know, create like the Avengers, the super the team, super team. Of developers. Yeah. yeah. Across the the world's developers, Japan and <laughs> America. Yeah. And... They they probably wouldn't get along at all, you know. No, I don't see Kamiya getting along with Glenn Schofield <laughs> one bit. It'd be a too many chefs in the kitchen type of it thing. Would, that's a too too many chefs right there. Yeah, yeah. Would be fun. All right, next up then, some story details for the unannounced Far Cry 7 have been leaked to insider gaming sources. Ooh, I saw this. I didn't read it, so you're going to you're going to tell me the juicy info. Okay, cool, cuz I found a um a Twitter Someone wrote this up nicely. Someone broke it down. The, cool. Yeah, all the breakdowns. I so. think was this. This was um, Tom Henderson at uh, Insider Gaming, right? The yep, this? exactly. Yeah, his his sources are claiming all this stuff. So I'd imagine all this is true. He usually doesn't miss. Yeah, too often. I, I don't think Tom Henderson would put out something that's uh, not a hundred percent certain. But nonetheless, take this with a grain of salt. So first up, uh, Far Cry Seven will be a new non-linear take on the series. Uh, centered around a conspiracy group called Sons of Truth. The Sons of Truth kidnap the player's family, and you're tasked with rescuing all the members of your family. Uh, the game has a 72-hour time limit, 24 hours in real life. So I suppose there'll be like a timer of some sort in, in the game, you know? It's like a 24-hour time limit. Yeah, yeah, and then it keeps going. Uh, game story ends when you rescue all family members. Uh, if you fail, you must restart if you run out of time. Some family members can be killed or lost during the playthrough with the story changing around depending on the player's actions. Uh, 100% is achieved after rescuing all family members and taking down the Sons of Truth. It's a very interesting what? concept here. <laughs> yeah. So uh -oh. I think this kind of works in the Far Cry formula. Far Cry's always been, here's a section of the map and a Run boss there, yeah. right? And then there's something to do there. Do a certain amount of stuff. Go fight the boss in that section. Move on to the next section, and and you know specifically in like five, you can pick and choose which one you go to. Even six, yeah. you can pick and choose which ones you go to, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I think this fits in that Far Cry mold. You know, you could imagine Sons of Truth, one of the big time members of that game, captures your family. One of your family members, let's say your brother, he's in the upper left hand corner. You go around, you you do shit in that upper left hand corner, fight the boss, save your brother, move on to the next section, right? Yeah, what gets me is this time limit. What yeah, is the it? time limit thing sounds very interesting. This could be a cool mechanic, you know? I hope it doesn't, like, get in the way, because, like, a lot of the point of Far Cry is to just fuck around in that open world, right? It's, an, it's I the just open world, do right? What I open want. world playground. Yeah. You can't have an open world playground if you're on a time limit. Yeah, if you can't you're going to stress me out on a time limit, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Because people are going to be choice. doing the main thing. Yeah. Like, you're going to force people to do the main thing. Yeah. Right? Like. One yeah, thing they don't have here that I would be most interested in is what is the setting. You know, that's a big theme of Far Cry yeah. game. I love games that are like so revolved around their setting that like it's like a big deal to know what the setting is. You know, GTA, Fallout, stuff like that. It's always like fun, fun stuff like that. And Far Cry definitely fits in that model. You got to do something like different now. So they went back to kind of an island theme. Yeah. With Six. How about, Six was kind of that Cuba theme right yes uh, very cuba inspired for yeah, sure like yeah. that was supposed to be kind of a castro-esque character and stuff yeah like that. so i don't know what um, one was 
what was Far Cry One? A lot of the original were very island, and then okay. you got to two was, two was Africa. kind of very Africa, yeah, uh, island again, and then you had um, four was kind of the mountainous region, kind of very right. wilderness Himalayas. Yeah. Uh, five was kind of in Mon- it was in Montana, very green and um, open plains and stuff like that. America, uh, America, <laughs> and then six was back to islands. How about we make it more modern? Mm. Make it a GTA esque, like you're oh, in like a, big, a city, like a, a concrete jungle, right? Mm. Yeah, that could be interesting. Being a big, not necessarily futuristic, but you know, take kind of like some of the city sections because even six has a lot of city sections that you go to. There's that big, like near the capital. Um, yeah, five has some city stuff. How about let's do it in like maybe more of a city? I don't know, something different for Far Cry. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else would be left that's not because you can't do like a desert <laughs> yeah you know you can't do like a fucking crazy one either because that's kind of what the spin-offs ones are for you know with, like, true yeah, that's what blood dragons like for <laughs> yeah exactly blood dragon stuff like that so you kind of have to do something set in uh in reality right so it's uh yeah i don't know i don't know what else is really left for them to to try to tackle there maybe like a more asian you know china central type thing sure. i don't know yeah maybe it's city in china that'd be cool right something like that that'd be very fun but yeah, so I'm very interested in that. Yeah, this whole family mechanic with the timer and stuff, that sounds very interesting to me. I don't know if that's going to be annoying or if that's something that, you know, could end up being really into. Depends. If it's a 24-hour time limit, then you only have 24 hours to keep the game. Well, 72 in-game, but it'd be 24 hours in real time, it sounds like. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't only having twenty four hours to beat the game. I guess I guess I typically beat Far Cry games in twenty four hours. You know, right or around less, there. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. less. Yeah, so I guess that's not t- entirely. Twenty impossible. makes sense for a Far Cry game. It would have to be, you know, you save all the family members, and then you can go fuck around the map after when the game ends, rolls credits, the timer goes. Away, yeah, like a you just do whatever you want, right? Yeah, like after the game, you can just run around. Yeah, and finish post-game. finish everything. Do whatever. Post game. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I would I would hope to see like a Ubisoft forward like for this like let's break it down i want an, i want info yeah you know? yeah me too definitely gotta see the villain you know that's always a huge yeah. deal well, of course yeah. who's the main villain yeah who's the main villain i i hope they go go with a woman this time for the main villain they haven't done well, that spoilers yeah well, no you're right uh we, we could talk about the woman uh but spoilers for six the connection i told you about oh with a boss. six connects to three was but that yeah, not a dlc thing no it was no. literally the ex- the end credits is the the guy yeah but then boss was like in the dlc you remember i just don't uh, yeah i, I remember this the, but uh that was all the three villains for the yeah. previous games i don't Maybe know if is. that was pure story stuff but be um, interesting i here's what i would do play as a boss and then uh have someone else be a villain you know interesting that could Maybe. be fun yeah but having a woman be the main villain i think you're right that'd yeah. be really cool yeah they i definitely did. think it's time for that they did do the twins as like that side game from five uh new dawn new dawn yeah uh but they that was not even the main game but having the, the main you know far cry seven Which that was their laziest side game i think yeah it's, uh not to sure. hate on it too much but that one was i didn't just... really vibe with it yeah I that one that one was weird. that one was very cool because it was a sequel to five and uh it continued story parts from that game and that was that was the cool part of that but yeah that that was definitely their laziest one yeah and we yeah. did get one with six, which is weird—a spin-off game. No, they didn't. I think they did the DLC things, and yeah. then they did like other DLC things. Like, uh, I forget exactly what they were. 
but yeah, that's, that's unless it's the game. Avatar game. We'll know when we play the Avatar game if it's the same map as Six. <laughs> if if like, you can see stuff, that's a different team though. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, what if they just use the map and the massive, assets? For, massive for was like. Send us that. Well, it's funny because uh, if you look map. up like YouTube videos, you could, you know, especially in the New Dawn, because New Dawn was literally the same map. But, uh, you know, even with like Primal and Four, it did that was the Primal, same yeah. map. Yeah, and stuff like that. So I wonder, watch the Avatar game be the same map. <laughs> it's as six. The same map. <laughs> Big water section. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be hilarious. Uh, so yeah, Far Cry Seven. I mean, I'm a big Far Cry fan. I know you are too. So definitely look forward to this one. Yeah, I think uh, people kind of, I don't know have weird expectations for far cry i think six was awesome i think four three four and five three four five and six all four of those games are awesome yeah i really like them too i don't you think know, any kinda, of those games missed you know, i have burnt problems. out on six i didn't end up beating it but i enjoyed the time i had uh with six you know, i mean it has the best protagonist yeah like danny uh, rojas was awesome awesome I just think you gotta um, watch Ted Lasso because there's, there's yeah, a character called guys, Ted Lasso yeah. or not there's a character called Danny Ross and that's awesome and, and he always shouts his name when he scores a goal so. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Danny Ross yeah, yeah they need to take and, lessons from like all the other games like yeah I was gonna ask any changes you would like in Far Cry 7 there's some weird things because like 6 as much as I like 6 it did some weird things with like its perk system that I didn't like as much and kind of like all the all, all your equipment and armor and all that like five did a lot of great things i love the heroes for hire system i feel like it was better in five than it was in six so i think they should go back to the heroes for hire in five where you have two people and stuff uh five was not good at like you'd be running out in the open world and one of the villains will like knock you out and you do like a little mission and then you can go back yeah. you didn't really have an option for that i didn't like that it kind of just pulled you out of the game um but they, they, there are some lessons they can learn, like uh, for with the wingsuit and all that. Like, take take some of the best parts and just kind of let's make like a, all, the yeah. ultimate Far Cry game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly like that formula. Still, I don't mind if they just make another one of these. And yeah, if we know, get one every four years, that's yeah, fine. yeah. I don't, I don't mind that too much. It's not the biggest deal to me. I do wonder though, like, do they try to go back to even Far Cry Two? Far Cry Two was very different with uh, yeah, much people love bigger, that game, but I never yeah. Played it. Oh, there's a much bigger like survival aspect to Far Cry 2 than there wasn't any of these other ones, you know. So I I do wonder, you know, maybe they try to go back to that a little bit and uh, have you out here surviving. Survival games are huge right now too, right? So yeah, I do wonder if you kind of do that. I wonder if they double down and try to make it an even bigger RPG than what it is, you know. I've always been fearful that they'll go the Assassin's Creed Odyssey route with uh, you know, whatever once started that off Origins. Um with uh you know making it this giant rpg with tons of stuff to do i've always been a little bit fearful of that and kind of thought they would I'm make that it more at some of a point. game yeah you could do that too with more choices and stuff like actions that actions and choices and dialogue yeah and, yeah that'd be interesting too but uh yeah or they could also just stay where they're at and just make another one right so a lot of options there but uh this sounds interesting this mechanic at least to mix it in to the formula so i don't know pulling for them i like bar guy so yeah me too I've always wanted Blood Dragon too, though. Gotta be honest. I, I need to play. I need to play Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Blood Dragon, a little bit. Netflix has finally given more details on some of its upcoming animated video game based TV shows. Uh, first of which we got a full trailer for Tomb Raider: The Legend of Lara Croft coming sometime in 2024. Daniel, we'll stop there for a second. Did you watch the trailer for Tomb Raider: The Legend? Yeah. Of Lara Croft? I'd say it's more of a teaser <laughs> than like a full trailer, but sure. like, yeah, 
yeah, you get you get some imagery of like uh, we talked about uh, yesterday of the picture that she has that really looks more like the the characters from the game, the the rebooted games. Uh, you get like Jonas and stuff, uh, different voice actress. So I don't, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be necessarily the same. I believe I, mean, I read said... an article on Kotaku that said it does take place after the rebooted trilogy. Okay. Which is interesting that they're not doing uh, Camilla Luddington again. They're kind of going yeah, with a different I guess. Well, actress. They want that name, right? With, uh, Haley Atwell. Haley yeah. Atwell, right, yeah. Um, which is, yeah, she's a bigger name than Camilla, but Camilla, that's her role. She kind of helped reboot that series um yeah kind of bogus they would replace her yeah exactly i i mean i hope i hope with the new tomb raider game whenever that gets actually announced it's still camilla because i think she does a great job but yeah i'm, I'm interested what the show's going to be how many episodes it's going to be um I, I like the netflix animated video game projects i think they're all so far have been awesome so i definitely check it out yeah, it says right here in this Kotaku article, Netflix Tomb Raider will pick up after the reboot trilogy. So, Oh, is, so this is after is Shadow? After it is after Shadow, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting choice, I think, too. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could see myself being super into this. I love the art style. It looks very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm very interested to see that. Uh, I, I like that it's actually picking up after that trilogy. I guess mainly because I played the trilogy, so I'm like, okay, cool. Just jump into that. That's fun. Because uh, I know with the new Tomb Raider that's supposed to be in development at Crystal Dynamics, it sounded like they were doing more of a reboot thing. I don't know. They were like, sounded yeah. like they were doing some like weird multiverse um, thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Tomb Laura Croft and the Multiverse of Madness over here. Uh, <laughs> All these different Lauras from these different eras. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Give me a part where like the, the PS1 Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. <Laura. laughs> yeah. Just hops out of a portal or some shit. And she's like, he plays her or something in like this hyper realistic world. And you're just that thing that i fun. love that yeah uh so yeah I'm, I'm curious to see where tomb raider goes on the game side and then yeah adding another tv show to this you know uh, uh, what happened to the sequel to the movie with um God, what was her name the actress that uh played alicia vikander there you go yeah it should have been uh, a sequel to that the only yeah, movie i, I have ever followed right? asleep in the theater to is is that tomb raider no movie. way <laughs> yep yep passed <laughs> out i've never like, fallen asleep in a movie theater i, I, I just never can't. did until that movie it was like I super can't... late at night and I just fucking passed out. I woke yeah. up probably halfway through and I woke up credits are rolling. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I start clapping. What a when the movie. lights go on. Yeah. yeah you just oh, I'm up. Like, wow. What a fucking movie. So yeah, the the half of that movie I saw was decent. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean Tomb Raider, obviously big IP. I I like the idea of Netflix taking over with an animated show. That sounds fun. Yeah. And I like Haley Atwell, so I'm 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 interested to see her version of Lara, you know. Yeah, me too. Uh, next, then we got a release date for the Blood Dragon inspired TV show. I believe it's called Laser Hawk Blood Dragon Remix. Oh, yeah, comes out on October nineteenth. Daniel, did you watch the trailer for this? I didn't see this one. Oh my god, I don't know what sort of fucking fever dream this show is but it Adi is, is a crazy man weird, dude it looks pretty good honestly from the yeah. trailer like it looked pretty but dude there's like a an assassin's creed frog a guy like, <laughs> yeah. he's like an assassin saw... frog i'm like what the remember fuck when is this? Wh when did Adi come out because he came out at something i think that was, was the last ubisoft uh, okay presentation so, like the e3 time one yeah i remember seeing that and then there was that frog yeah there's that frog rayman's like a weatherman 
He's like a no. He's not. Raymond's a weatherman in the show. It's so fucking weird. I don't. I don't know what he's doing. He's like a. He's like a newscaster. I see him with it's his so glove, weird. just pointing at the weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like just a bunch of other Ubisoft IP inspired stuff in it, but it's set in like this weird cyberpunk world. Not actually cyberpunk, but you know, just has that the logo looks like it. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with the show, but I'm kind of interested in it. So. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. There's a ton of these Ubisoft uh, Netflix shows coming up. So uh, I, we didn't get more news on any of them. But uh, yeah, we should be getting a shit ton of these. At some I mean, point. Assassin's Creed's supposed to be getting one. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to have to keep an eye out on that. And then the show the show's first up, I guess. I don't know why <laughs> they went with this one first. But uh, I don't know. whatever. I wonder if they make a game out of this eventually. <laughs> Crazy. Just we're going to throw all our IP into a yeah, weird game. Yeah, throw all the IP. Wait, wait till Sam Fisher pops up in like the post credit scene at the end of the season, you know? <laughs> That's what you guys Damn will get. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, uh, we finally got a re-announcement of the Double May Cry show and our first look at the art style of the game. Uh, not game. Show. Uh, no no date or anything yet, but just says coming soon. So I'm so excited. Daniel, <laughs> I know we've been waiting for this one. I've been talking about this show and I've been asking you how long do I need to keep waiting for the Devil May Cry show? Because he announced this. Longer. How long ago? So long how long ago. did he announce so like Dude, it could have been ago? in 2020, honestly. Four years yeah. ago, maybe? Yeah. It's insane. He's been making this show for so long. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Hopefully it's next year. It didn't say 2024, so I'm not holding my breath, to be honest. I don't. Yeah. I, animation takes a long time, and the little snippet that they do show looks really good. Yeah. So they, they're going to take their time. So, yeah, um, I'm very excited for this. I love Devil May Cry. Maybe by the time this comes out in two, two years, maybe 2025, maybe we'll get Devil May Cry six <laughs> maybe probably not maybe i gotta the director we'll move on to that after the dragon's dog went too, yeah right? he's doing yeah. that yeah 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 I, i'll be very excited when that double may crash show rolls around too that sounds a uh, very fun I, I like the way dante looked in it and stuff yeah, so, yeah cool. I, I think that'll be very good when it comes out but they had to make a laser hawk blood dragon first right had yeah to get that out of the way <laughs> like Adi's, he's a busy boy Busy man, busy man. So yeah, all very exciting. I know the Animusha got a, another trailer like last week or something like that. Yeah, we didn't yeah, we talk, about talk about it, about but that. yeah, got a release date November uh, November second, I believe. So that's uh, that's coming out soon too. So yeah, Netflix uh, very big in the anime video game space. Yeah, and they're killing. They I don't think they have missed really. Yeah. at least from the ones I oh seen. that um the spinoff of the Castlevania show or whatever it's called now that got also to come out has soon. a date. Yeah, that's Nocturne. Yeah, that's that's intimate. So. Yeah, that's that's the soon. sequel series, which is using Richter. He's the main character. He's going to be, I think, Trevor's son or whatever. Oh, cool. So, yeah, Richter. Which I got to go I back and finish the Castlevania show. I never finished it. Yeah. I've told you that the, so they kind of do a Game of Thrones thing where it's 10 episodes. Episode nine is the best episode in the season, right? And then 10 is kind of a, an, a, an epilogue, right? Episode nine of that final season of Castlevania is one of the greatest animated episodes i've ever seen cool okay it's incredible I you need watch to watch it, it. it's yeah. incredible like like no joke that episode nine i forget what season it might have been four or five is i think it's four awesome you have to watch it yeah i'll it's move so on to that cool. when i'm done with uh especially if you Echo like Titan. the rest of it yeah if you like the rest of that show, i've only seen the first season that is like the that, that is the culmination like okay that's the culmination of the entire series is in that one episode cool that's awesome it is awesome. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm happy that show was so good, you know. Yeah, me too. And I'm I'm very excited for Nocturne. So uh, I actually just need to get Netflix again. I don't have Netflix right now. Okay. And there's so many things coming out on Netflix yeah, that I need to watch. Charge it too with Netflix. <laughs> they go up a dollar. What like is it right month. now? I, dude, I think it's like seventeen ninety nine or some shit, you know, something like that. Like it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And that shit was like five bucks. Yeah, then it was like ten forever. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Uh, all right, cool. Our last news story, a bit of an unfortunate one. Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite and Unreal Engine, is laying off a whopping 16% of employees, so around 900 people. Uh, sources tell that to Bloomberg News. Uh, more to come later. Daniel, very unfortunate. 900 employees, that's a lot. This is on top of, uh, they announced right before this, got kind of leaked or reported, that they were raising like the cost of their in-game currency, the V-Bucks, for Fortnite, oh, it's really? gonna go. It's going up, sh- like shortly within like the next month. It's going up. So I don't know. Maybe Epic's kind of hemorrhaging some money a little bit. They're spending a lot. Like, yeah, they print a lot of money, and obviously they probably don't need to lay off all these people. But I also have to imagine like they spend a lot of money, right? Like getting all these licenses is not cheap. Certainly, yeah. So I mean, if there's, I was gonna say if there's any dip in people buying any of that like they're just they're losing money very fast yeah, yeah definitely i mean they got so much shit uh, i mean you gotta mention just making unreal engine 5 wasn't wasn't yeah. cheap either right they keep i mean fortnite that. yeah fortnite doesn't stop like there's yeah. like a thousand people working on fortnite constantly too it i mean constantly need that, throughout with that type of live service game i mean that is like you know, the live service game right that they have to keep constantly putting new stuff in or you know, you see it every week. New character here, over there. Yeah. You know, fucking Ahsoka's running around now with uh, Goku. <laughs> Insane. Okay. Ahsoka shooting Kratos with a talk about a fever dream. They're that fucking <laughs> Yeah. That game is literally a fever dream. It you is do the, uh, the floss dance as Ahsoka standing next to Freddie Flintstone. The great. <laughs> Insane. Probably Insane. haven't done the Flintstones yet, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So yeah, very unfortunate, man. Uh, Epic laying off people. I mean, that sucks to see, especially considering how much money they make, right? It's just like on a daily basis. It's uh, like, why, you know? Yeah, this story's so hot off the press, I, I couldn't get too much more information on it yet. Maybe by next week, we can actually have more information. Uh, I think that some of the media tonic is getting laid off. Who's that? Which, which it's funny that you brought them up earlier. It's the... Um, What's the team? They just bought the team. What's that team? Um, what's the game? What's the game that you just said that they just Epic just bought the team? Um, <laughs> I say the name of the yeah the name of the team is Mediatonic. I'm what's the game? On a complete blank now. Because they own they own Rocket League. They bought play they bought Playtonic and and Rocket League. But what's that other game? The Battle Royale game. What's the game? I can't. My brain's. <laughs> you confused What's the game? Me. Who made it? It's a it? live service game. Okay, live service game. Mediatonic is who's developing it. Mediatonic. Who the fuck is Mediatonic? What's the game? What's the live service game they just bought within the past two years? Now it's free to play. Uh, live service game they bought. Battle Royale. Last you play those weird little people. You're playing the little games. You played the game. You and Sims played it when it came out. Me and Sims played it. Fall Guys? Ball guys, okay, okay. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus! My brain is not, not a battle to... royale. <laughs> it, it's battle royale esque. Yeah, okay, um, kinda. Yeah, okay, I see. Your uh, point. yes. So the mediatonic, the the fall guys people. Apparently, the, some of them are getting laid off. Oh, interesting. That's what I was seeing. That's like not... a few. Like I don't know if it's a ton of them, but I was seeing 
maybe a few of them are getting a couple laid of off. them are getting laid off yeah huh? so maybe more oh, epic did buy them oh, i forgot yeah. about that they bought them and Playtonic for Rocket League. They own yeah. both those games now. They're in deep on the live service games. They got yeah. three like great ones, right? That's consistently yeah. keep going. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah plus their tendrils are everywhere. Like, why but... do you have to lay people off with that? Huh? You know, they just, ha they have to be hemorrhaging money somewhere. Yeah, they have to be. I don't know where, but somewhere they're not. Maybe they're making too many deals. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, publishing too many things and not making a lot off of them. I don't. I don't know. It's a lot like you were saying in the beginning of the show, man. It's just like we're seeing this just everywhere with games. It's just you know the restructuring of video games is like very interesting. In what direction we're exactly going in here with, you know, because they just uh, they cost so much to make now. You know, it's just uh, we're we are going to see a point when I, I've been saying this for too long. Games are costing too much and taking too long to make. We yeah. have to. It has to. It's going to have to stop at some point. Mm -hmm. Like. Triple A in terms of the high end is gonna ha like these games they need to go back down to three years of development probably maybe four at the most I don't think I don't think you can justify much more than that anymore it doesn't seem like it at least yeah yeah I mean something to keep an eye on obviously this new story you know very hot so uh, not too many yeah. thoughts but uh, yeah it's uh, something to definitely keep an eye on man it's uh, really unfortunate to see such a high level company have to lay up, lay off a shit ton of people like this yeah I'll, please go hire hire any of them you know like it's very weird for epic too because epic always i don't know they're, they're a weird company because they talk they talk about like being the one company that will keep everyone and all that like tim sweeney is always out there like you know trying to be the the paragon of justice you know i don't know yeah all right well something to keep an eye on uh Epic Games closing people down. That's gonna do it for all the news story of the week. Is there anything? Is there anything else we've we've missed? Anything happened at Tokyo Game Show? Uh, not a ton. No, maybe some little things here and there. I didn't really felt feel like putting anything in. Okay, but um, yeah, we got some previews of some stuff over the past couple weeks that I didn't really put in here. You know, we got some Spider Man two previews. We got um wake mario too. mario alan wake 2 had some previews some people went and played mario wonder uh, uh a few Dragon weeks Dog ago dragon's dogma dragon's dogma that a second ago that that got a ton of previews as well it sounded like that yeah. game's shaping up to be pretty good that might be something it seems like i'm checking out seems like all these games are you know previewing pretty well so far so yeah yeah dragon's dogma there was yeah there's uh they showed off a few of the classes i think uh people got to play like uh, a, a chunk of the game um Seems seems cool. It seems like it's it's right up the same alley as the first game. Uh, yeah. I never played the first game, but yeah, me neither. Um, I do own it. I would like to check it out. It is a game that's always been on kind of the back burner. Yeah, it looks very good from what I've seen. The sequel does at least. I don't, I, I don't remember ever even seeing the first game. Actually, it was a very like under the radar game. You know? Yeah, it's Capcom RPG. You know, yeah. it was like it was Capcom's kind of answer, I think, at the time to Skyrim. Because yeah. how big Skyrim was, so I think they were like, oh, we could try to do a big we open world that. RPG." Yeah. Uh, trying to look on Open Critic if there's any reviews lately. Cocoon sitting at an eighty-eight. Pretty good. Uh, let me see. Here. Yeah, we, we've been we've been talking about that. Yeah, game I know for a we while, talked though. about it before the show. Easy Allies gave it a nine. IGN gave it a nine. So, uh, Game Informer eight point eight. So yeah, it looks like Cocoon ended up being very good. A little yeah. bit iron. I actually thought of it. Ended up getting so. Is this gonna be a Game Pass game? This is the Game Pass game, I believe. So there you go. I know it's an Xbox exclusive. I guess I don't know if it's Game Pass, but um, not exclusive. But it's on PC as well. But uh, 
Yeah, they I did think... a deal with Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is on Game Pass. So, you know, one of the ones to uh, leave Play Dead and actually come through with another great game. It's the I third think... Play Dead game. Yeah, there isn't Play Dead. <laughs> isn't Play Dead. <laughs> Christ, got Somerville. <laughs> Planet of I think Wana. it was because this guy is the uh, he was the game designer of okay. Inside and Limbo, so I think that's gotcha. like, okay. This guy, this guy's got the sauce, right? I mean, Planet Alana had the sauce. Sure. Somerville seemed to be the one that like was mixed on the sauce. Like it had some really good parts, but yeah, I would like didn't to fully get there. Still, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, let me see here. Resident Evil Four separate race and N eighty eight as well. Seems like that was a really good DLC. Uh, yeah, they weren't gonna miss with that. Man, what happened with Payday 3? Sitting at a 64 right now. What's going the on? The problem, there? I don't think it's the game. I think they're having a lot of server issues. Mm, interesting. So, especially in the PC side, which, like, why are you playing games on a PC? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, Party Animals, I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. It's sitting at 76 right now. So, it seems like that was a solid multiplayer game. Yeah. 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 That's on Game Pass as well. I actually downloaded that. Yeah. I, I want to check out. I don't even know what the fuck it is. So, I was just like, I'm not too sure it, that if it's like a Fall Guys or is it kind of like a like a Gang Beasts? I kind of got Gang Beasts vibes okay. of that game. Yeah. Uh, they also did Human Fall Flat. I think that's the same Gang Beasts team. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, so, along those lines. That's what it seems like to me, but yeah, it seems it seems like a, a cool little game. Yeah, look cute. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what's coming out next week. Now, is Assassin's Creed next week? Uh, Assassin's Creed is coming out the sixth, which sixth? is next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Okay, cool. You that's like the next that big maybe? release. Yeah, I just I need to try to beat Starfield. Yeah, um, that I, I'm still gonna keep playing Starfield. I do want to play Mirage. That right. game yeah, looks really too. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I, game's like gonna be great. That out. I don't think I'm gonna jump into it. I I just don't want to do Mirage and then Spider Man back to back. It's a, little, a bit too similar. No um, Alan Wake. Well, I'm definitely doing Alan Wake after Spider Man. That's you're gonna do Spider Man first. Yeah. Well, yeah. It comes out before, it and uh, I figure I can get through. I would like to start Alan Wake too on Halloween, so it's like Ooh. October twentieth. Yeah, eleven days later. Get give me eleven days to platinum Spider Man too. That's achievable for sure. To platinum that game in 11 days fuck yeah it's not that long I mean, <laughs> you're a gamer they said it's here. the same length as uh the first spider-man yeah. it's like bro i beat that in like a fucking weekend <laughs> okay, put okay. Out. so it's like yeah I, it's definitely achievable for sure for sure you're you're a true gamer over here true gamer you know out here playing games you know what i mean yeah can't stop me now Daniel. no speaking yes. of being a gamer now move on to what we've been playing Daniel. yes what have you been playing uh, so I'll just hop to Starfield real quick. Played a little bit more Starfield. Did the, uh, did I talk about doing the Mantis mission? I didn't, I didn't think I talked about that last No, week. I think you said you were gonna go do the yeah. Mantis mission. Yeah. Did the Mantis mission. Really cool mission. Um. Yeah. Like, very spo- interesting. Let's oh, spoil it. It's fucking Batman in space. <laughs> Kinda. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. get it. You get the Batcave. You can go live there if you want. It's like, all right, that's fucking dope. Yeah, very, very interesting. And like, kind of like where that story goes with like all the, 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 uh, the voice diaries and like the, and the papers yeah. you could read. She like left like, it behind for her son. It was cool. Yeah. And like, I don't want to spoil like too much of what happens to that, but like, it kind of sad and stuff. Um, got the armor and the, the ship. Really yeah. more wanted the ship than the armor, but like, the armor's cool. Uh, it's ugly. But it's, it's I don't like the helmet. Armor. Yeah, the helmet definitely. The helmets, looks weird. Mm, yeah. don't like the helmet. I love a good quest that rewards you well, though. You know. Yeah. 
stuff like that. That's that's very fun. Definitely wanted that ship because it's just a little bit better than that base ship. Yeah, can't fit more people uh, apparently, but it's it's just a little bit better. Yeah, I want to build one with like a lot of room. You know. Yeah, or buy like, one with a lot of room. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, I want like a small apartment on my fucking ship. You know. <laughs> I have to save all my money for my my house. Oh, okay. Because once I get one hundred twenty-five thousand, I think credits. Uh, I I have to go like pay off my house. <laughs> you got a fucking mortgage over here. Yeah, I have a mortgage. It does. That's it says I have a mortgage. That's too much. <laughs> I know. I know. I have a mortgage. And what does the house look uh, like? Is it is it a cool? I haven't house? been to it yet. Oh yeah. I was gonna wait to, to get okay. the money and then go. Oh okay. You want that pay was it gonna off be my first. plan. Gotcha. Yeah, I was gonna pay it off. Um, I have a lot that I could sell probably, and then like try to get closer. Like I'm at, I think I'm at like eighty eight thousand. That's all I'm like getting comms is to pick shit up and sell a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For a while. Exactly. I have been over encumbered for like so I've played like twelve hours. I've been over encumbered for probably ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> I am so over encumbered. I think because I've upgraded it at least once. I think I can fit like 160 something. 160? Okay. Yeah. I think yeah, is where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. I'm at like 270. Okay. <laughs> so there's a little trick you can do is if you're close enough to your ship. In, in the open world, you can open your ship inventory from the um from just wherever you are and then put stuff in there from like a pretty what? far distance. Yeah. There's a certain amount of distance where you can't put stuff in your ship, but like if you are over encumbered, just try to check it out because maybe you're where is that in the menu? Ship. How do you do that? Click on your ship and then uh there's a one of the buttons says inventory uh, okay. on your ship in that spot in the menu, and then you can open. I it should from do there, that. And then click over to store stuff, and then and then yeah, you can you can All try right. that out. If you're, it's just a little trick if you're over encumbered and you're like walking slowly out in the world, you know. I could also just do that, with Sarah. World. Yeah, that too. You got. They have. Do does she have a, a weight limit? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, companions the have companions a have a weight limit. Yeah, there's there's a so that means I couldn't fast can. travel with her if she's over encumbered, right? Huh? I'm not sure about that. Not sure about that. I don't think you can. I think she'll she'll say I can't take any more. Okay. Yeah. But then, yeah, I wonder if I could still fast travel because that's been my you problem. You should be able to. I think. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's still fast travel. So I'll just yeah. shove it all in Sarah's inventory. Put yeah, it all in the back. Shove it all right up and up in Sarah. Okay. You know? Poor Sarah. All right. Poor Sarah. All right. Sarah, I can't fit <laughs> all just these had guns to inside it. me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have a backpack. Where she keep it? Yeah, great question. You know, something sure. to think about. Bosco, I don't want to. Where are you putting all that stuff? You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want the it's answer. Something to think about. You know. Yeah. Out there. Uh, uh, and then I did um more of the UC stuff. I did like one other, one more mission. Uh, I think I'm getting towards the end. I I think I I was wrong. I now have that set the second achievement, and okay, I did yeah. I did a little bit more after that. So like I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I had already gotten the second achievement, but this I think it's just. It takes you a little bit to get that first one. That's why I thought that was, I was a, a little further. Yeah, like, there's like a, an initial like yeah. tutorial for each faction. Then you get an achievement. Then you get one in the middle. Then one when you beat it. Yeah. So I, I I'm definitely at the at the back end of the uh, the UC faction stuff, which I've been enjoying. Uh, I think is that a cool storyline? Because I really like the so Crimson far. Fleet it's been really good. Line. Yeah, Crimson Fleet storyline was like 
there's a couple different movies I could compare it to. I guess I don't want to spoil it, but um, okay, yeah, that yeah, was, that, that, was... that might be the one I do next because I have a mission for that already. Oh, like dude, doing the yeah. UC stuff, it gave me. Oh uh, yeah, I think if you're in the UC, it starts that like they want you to infiltrate them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically Cause... the storyline with that is that it's like it's like fucking uh, Fast and Furious. So <laughs> you fucking okay. enjoyed the Crimson Fleet, but you're an undercover cop at the same time. It's really cool. cool. Yeah. Because like. Because Sloan wanted me to ask you how you got the Crimson Fleet without doing the UC first. So I, uh, what did I do? I confiscated something into a planet, but then I got caught doing that. And then the UC took me in. Yeah, they arrested me. They arrested me and then they put me in like an interrogation room and they were like, I need you to do something for me. And then, and then it started. Oh, blackmailing you. Yeah, they blackmailed me. Yeah, it it was awesome. They were like, we'll drop all your charges if we, uh, if you infiltrate the Crimson Fleet for us. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a really cool introduction. I like that. that. I have to tell them that. I'll tell them that. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, once I do that, I'll probably do that Crimson Fleet one next, but I might do a few main missions. Yeah. Do this, and then maybe do a few more main missions, and then um, maybe That's do how I like to play my Bethesda games. Is uh, Skyrim has that set up basically so you do it like that? Is like because each main mission will take you to the town that the factions at or any yeah. factions at. So I really like in Skyrim. Uh, you know, you go to the first town, the companions are there. The uh, the one of the factions do that whole quest, continue the main mission for a while until I'm in the next big town with like the the thieves guild or something like that. And I really like that setup. Yeah, um, so I'll get back to Starfield soon. Uh, I beat Mortal Kombat 1 because nice. I, I was pretty far, I think, by last week. Uh, I, I, I did it in like one more night. Um, man, I, I, it gets really crazy um, at the end of that game. It uh, So like Mortal Kombat 9 really, I guess that that trilogy of 9, 10 and 11 really like hearkened to like the original like Mortal Kombat stuff, like getting an origin of these characters again and like we're rebooting everything. And then they kind of introduce the kids and then 11, you know, I've talked about, you know, brings like those one, two and three characters back. Um, With one, it's kind of a reboot again, but, you know, without like spoiling anything, it really kind of harkens to like that middle trilogy a little bit of like Deadly Alliance, Deception and Armageddon. It really kind of harkens to that era of Mortal Kombat. So if you've played any of those, it definitely has some hints to the that kind of stuff. It's got like, like they brought characters back from um, those games. So oh, like really? ha- ha- Havoc and Lin Lin May and Ashura, they were kind of from that era of Mortal Kombat. Um, so I, I I don't want to say more with like story stuff, um, but I did really enjoy the game. Yeah, it's very fun. Uh, I don't know if I like it as much as nine, ten, or eleven. Still, kind of like, kind of simmering on it and see where I feel about it. Yeah. Not that this isn't a very high quality, and I love it because I just love Mortal Kombat. But I don't know. I I don't know if the story I think is as good as nine, ten, or eleven. I think I like those stories maybe a little bit more. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep sitting on it and see what I think. But I do really like where the story goes. You plan on jumping in on multiplayer at all? Just playing a few matches here and there. Not really. I might want to do some more towers. I always like seeing the endings for the characters. I did a few already. What are um, the towers exactly? Yeah, that's just you. It's traditional Mortal Kombat. I don't know how much you've played. You're just like fighting people. So there's like oh, the base okay, one. You, gotcha. you fight six people and then you get like an ending for each like one. Like an arcade mode type. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's just like an art. That's like Street Fighter's arcade mode, yeah. where you just you 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 fight X amount of people, and then yeah, you get an ending. Uh, in Mortal Kombat, you know, they always have some crazy ones. Uh, so I, I do want to try to see everyone's ending. Uh, and then there's like this invasion mode that I really haven't like dive in, dove into too much, which it's like a has like a board game setting where you're like at Johnny Cage's house and like you're kind of like hopping and on this like board and you're like doing objectives and stuff. I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, I want to like at least look into that one. Uh, they don't have a crypt in this game, which is a little odd. With 9, 10, and 11, they all had that a really cool crypt mode. We like go and unlock costumes and stuff. And 11's was crazy. 11's was like a third person, like Metroidvania, <laughs> like shoved into Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like you have weapons that you get from like the different Mortal Kombat characters in 11. Like you just get like uh, Shao Kahn's hammer and you could like break stuff down. You, you'll get scorpions um his uh his kunai with the 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 rope and then that can allow you to pull yourself to places to like go to the next area just metroidvania yeah it's basically a grappling hook (laughs) uh and then it's just like unlocks and there's like a weird story in mortal kombat 11s um i always like the crypt stuff there's always some cool stuff yeah that's all strikes which made like a little mini game inside the game exactly and they just don't have that here so i guess the invasion mode is what that is but I, i i need to look more into it um and then um the only other game i played about an hour or so maybe a little less but somewhere around an hour i've tried uh liza p Ooh, nice yeah um i'm i don't know if i'm gonna continue wow really why yeah i there was just something about the game it just doesn't i don't want to be like some from software like you're gonna be that guy (laughs) <laughs> I, I i will i'm gonna try not to be that guy it doesn't feel like a from game and it feels like it's missing something and i don't know what it is interesting i don't know the combat just doesn't hit like a from game does um it's very fast paced um in very kind of it's very fluid and fast paced but it just doesn't feel nearly as good okay uh maybe that's just me maybe it'll it'll hit more for certain people i don't know um yeah it seems like, like out of all the Soulsborne games that haven't been made by FromSoft, this is the one that's kind of broken through and like this and like neo like a lot of people yeah neo as well uh but it seems like this one is like people are really vibing with uh yeah at least from what i've heard you know it's in that like i think i just saw it's at 82 on open critics so not yeah. super high but pretty high still pretty high i think it's a good game and i i i People that love it, I'm. I, that's awesome. Like, I want this game to succeed, and like, I gave it a little bit of time. You know, um, I like the world that it's built. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, the world looks um, super cool. I've been seeing a couple of different boss fights here and there, and I'm like, man, that's such a fucking cool idea. Yeah, <laughs> Just, I love like, fighting these like Pinocchio shit. Yeah, these puppets are really cool. Their animations yeah. are very, very cool. Um, there's a lot of from software. Like, I don't know if the, I'm not gonna say they're stealing animations, but very inspired from software animations. Yeah, I'm just sure. gonna say that yeah. it's it's very Bloodborne. I mean, how does like, it play compared to Bloodborne? Because that's obviously the one. Not nearly as good. They're going after. Yeah, <laughs> not nearly. Okay. Bloodborne, like you know, I had recently just beat Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, you played that last Ish. year, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's a, like Bloodborne came out 2015. This game doesn't even hold a candle. If that Damn. tells you anything, okay. So it's like. I and no if like if if I were to like have to 
games here for you and you didn't play Bloodborne and it's like, oh, should you play the more modern game or the one that came out, what, eight years ago? Yeah. I'm going to tell you to go play the game from eight years ago because it's better. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Like, not even, like, it's not close. Um, but they have, like, this interesting mechanic of, like, each weapon has, like, I guess, kind of in Elden Ring, you had, like, a weapon art you could, like, put to your weapons, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to, like, change it, but the one that I had from the, the class I picked, you get to pick, like, three classes in the beginning. You have, like, a balanced class, which is, you know, n- more normal. Then you have, like, a dexterous class and then a strength class. I chose the balanced one. So the sword that they gave me at the beginning, I can, like, block and then hit Y, and then I get, like, more block potential, basically. It's more defensive. Okay. So it it helps with, like, some of the few big enemies that I fought. Um, but, yeah, I don't... It just doesn't... I don't know if it's for me. Yeah, not something you necessarily want to stick with. No, yeah. it just... It, I, like I said, I appreciate that this game exists. It's cool, and it's cool that it's good. But it, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a from game. Yeah, I want to start it. I have it downloaded through uh, Game Pass, so maybe just pop in, play yeah, it a like bit like me. Yeah. See if it, see if it, 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 uh, if it clicks for you. It might, it might, it might just click for you. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm debating. You know, just... After I beat the game I'm playing now, I, I'm debating whether I go to that or if I just uh, buy Armored Core then play that instead see if i get into either i way. would just say play armored core yeah like i i don't know if i'm gonna continue armored core but i loved how much for what i played yeah um the, the two games i definitely just want to check out so yeah for sure definitely just definitely just check them out if you if you uh if you're curious uh like especially after playing like elden ring it's like man elden ring just played so much better than rise of e this ain't it this ain't it no <laughs> it's not and that's pretty much all pretty much all i've been playing cool yeah uh i have been playing more sea of stars uh, oh let's go i'm like need to hear more teen hours ish into it oh you're far yeah i'm pretty far. far i'm pretty far i think i'm like 10 hours away from the ending uh this game's fucking awesome man this game uh i, I need to play i need to check yeah it's really clicking for me i think you really like it too but um yeah it's it's so it's interesting it's like a super linear rpg you know you're not really Ooh. you're definitely not grinding i kind of like lot. that yeah i it's really working for me right now especially just coming off all these like really big games it's like you're not really focused on leveling up or anything like that there's really no grinding or anything like that i've heard some people complain about this here and there just because it's not your typical uh jrpg you know it doesn't really uh invoke a lot of the old school jrpgs where you did have to grind a lot and do a whole bunch of other things and go all these different places to grind and level up and stuff like that uh so yeah i'd imagine that like everyone is kind of at the same level uh, just depending on where you at in the story it's just very linear that way you know your whole team levels up with you too so it's like like that yeah and then it's like when you do level up it's just between these like four different categories it's like health uh physical defense magic defense uh magic attack something like that you know it's all those base i think it was like six actually but uh so you just kind of choose between one of those on each of the characters but everything also gets points at the same time so you're kind of just choosing bonus points for one particular uh, category they specialize in this and then yeah yeah exactly like if you want this person to specialize in physical defense you know you just do that and then uh, keep going in that if you want to but i kind of just separate it and put bonus points into everything so i'm just not really like focused on that too much and that's like really refreshing right now it's just uh very nice to just play like that that just it, it just continues the story you know it just it, how's it, the story the story's very so good thus far it's like 
I would I would compare it more to a movie than I would like a TV show or a book or something like that. You know, where it's like more it's just like structure. Yeah, it's just like structured and quick. You know, like hey, we're doing this thing. Here's the next plot line. Here's what we're gonna do next. Go there to do that. Here's the next plot beat. Bada bing, bada boom. We're not, you know, fucking around here. It's just, here's the story. Here's the game. Go play it, you know? And uh, it just feels very refreshing right now. But yeah, I love the story thus far. It's uh, very charming characters. Uh, you know, like I was saying, it just really invokes that old school JRPG stuff about friendship and all that type of shit. That's all there. It's You're really... going to go kill God? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably will at the end of this fucking <laughs> nice. game, honestly. There's if a it's decent an RPG, chance you, you go fight God at the end of this game. That's There's a decent chance. It's not an RPG game. unless you kill God at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you have to. You have no choice. But yeah, I'm super loving the combat. Um, you know, I got uh, a, a different character now, and uh, you know, their powers are very fun. I was talking about last week, just how active the combat is, and each of their powers kind of has this own like little mini game that you play within the game that uh you know like i was saying last week with the boomerang thing that you hit back and forth and there's just really fun stuff like that so i'm like very addicted to the combat i get excited every time we enter a new battle i'm like yeah fuck yeah let's go anytime there's a boss battle i'm just like dope let's go it's like a 15 minute fight let's do this guys and uh yeah the world's super fun too it's a really creative world actually it's not like your typical you know, it is, like, typical fantasy stuff here and there, but there's also, like, some twists and turns that you wouldn't expect. They have really cool settings, you know, there's, like, Pirate Island, stuff like that, Snowy Mountains, all different types of stuff. There's a part in the game where it opens up a bit more. You get a ship that you, uh, you just kind of... Oh! It, yeah, it's a very basic mechanic where you just, like, kind of float a ship around on a map and then go to the island and stuff like that apparently there's ship combat i haven't seen it yet but like i got guns for like my ship you're fighting okay i would say like you're fighting on the ship or are there people hopping on your ship no yeah fight? i think you're fighting ship to ship but like i haven't seen this yet so i don't know but like just i haven't found the pirates I got, yeah maybe i haven't found the pirates i got cannons though so i don't know why i got cannons if they're you're scared not, those pirates are not. scared yeah they're terrified <laughs> i'd be terrified too i'll kick their ass uh so yeah i'm I'm just really enjoying it overall there's a fucking grappling hook daniel um so you know well, it's, every game's better with the grappling that's what i'm saying it's like it, just so you know the level of quality that i'm talking about in this they game they put a grappling there's hook. a grappling hook so you know it's good right <laughs> i'm trying to think oh dungeons are very fun uh there's uh, quite a few dungeons in this game. no they're uh just in the main story it seems like okay you know at the end of every big story beat there's a dungeon type thing and oh okay yeah, gotcha. and then, you know, you fight the boss at the end of that. And, uh, within the dungeon, there's always, like, a little puzzle mechanic, and uh, those are really simple, but, uh, like, well-thought-out, cute. Reminds me of Nintendo stuff, honestly. It's just, like, yeah. well-thought-out, cute little puzzles in there. Nothing, like, overly complicated. You're not going to be thinking too hard or anything like that. There was this really interesting part where uh, you kind of found, like, a new hometown for the characters and, like, a bunch of different characters. It's a big story beat. But like within that hometown, there's this uh, there's this cave that you can go in, and uh, this must have been a perk for people that kickstarted the game. Is uh, there's like thousands of statues that uh, just have different names of people, and I think if you oh. kickstarted the game, you must have been able to put your name on one of those statues. So, you, so yeah, you can go and find yourself if you help kickstart the game, and then. Uh, so this is a big area, a big it's cave. huge. It's huge. It's it's like daunting how massive that is. It's you wow. could get lost. That's all in that's it. in there. That's all that's in there. It's just statues. That, of people and that's stuff like definitely that. for the Kickstarter for sure. That's yeah, so for cool. sure. And then they like certain the statues game. are bigger and stuff like that, you know. And it, it seemed like you could write whatever type of message you want. And uh, do they say narratively like what this is in the world? Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, you know, you like found souls. this like old mystic guardian creature that's guarding the cave. And like, uh, he kind of said some stuff uh, like about the main story, about how this relates and like who these statues are supposed to be of. But like, really, it's just people that kickstarted the game. You know awesome. what I mean? Yeah, I thought I it was really it cool. Because so I went in there and then I just like, got lost in there because i was just like reading this <laughs> and i'm like what is this and then i just like put it together that like oh this is just names of people that must have helped kickstart it and then you know you see there's like different size statues too so like you, you know people have one guy must have paid for this whole section because it's just his giant statue with his name on it and i'm like oh okay that's cool it's obviously different tiers in the kickstarter and i just thought that was a really cool touch it's like damn like if you like really love this game you're you're cemented in it forever right you can go yeah. back and see this and show it to people and stuff like that and i thought that was really cool yeah like i wonder if like they told them where they are or something or they have to just you find can themselves. talk to the guardian creature and then he asked for a code so i'm assuming if you have a code it'll teleport you, you right to your cool. yeah 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 so uh, that, that was just a really cool thing that i found i was like wow okay. i love that yeah yeah really cute took a while to get there it's not until like halfway through the game that you could even do that so you got to get a decent ways in to even see that oh stuff. but if you're gonna kickstart it you're playing the game. yeah exactly at that point you're definitely playing through that game but yeah just that that, that, that would have been so cool like i, I would have done that if i knew that or if i if i guess i knew if how much i was gonna end up enjoying this game right <laughs> like i wish i did that just to go back and see that because it's just like imagine this is like one of your favorite games ever and you can go back and be like oh i'm in the fucking I'm game, in the my, game. Name my name is, is in the game least. yeah 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 it's like a really cool touch so yeah i'm i'm super enjoying it this far it's uh it's a great game uh so two questions yeah it's a it's a, it's a part of the same thing uh number one how many people in your party can you have at one time? And then number two, how many party members do you get kind of, or have you gotten? Kind of uh, I have four. You can only have three at once, but you can swap them whenever you want. So even okay. in battle, you can hit swap. Oh, so then... it takes their turn to do that, yeah. I assume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so... no, actually, I don't think it does. I think you can just swap if you want to. So, uh, and oh. It doesn't take the turn, and then you could attack with that person. Yeah, because I've done but that Can before. you swap the two mains? You can, just yeah. Other? You can. Okay. I haven't yet because I'm like, okay, this is their the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. Story. It's it's yeah. funny because they're always together. So I'm just like, uh, I'm not I'm not switching you out. Are yet. they? So what is their relationship? Um, you need to spoil too much of the story. Yeah, is it's they, so. Are they friends? Yeah, the just... three main characters kind of grew up uh, together. There's uh, Valerie, Zale, and uh, Garl. I don't know how you pronounce his name exactly because that's my one caveat with this game is there's no voice acting. I wish there was voice acting, but again, it's very short you know sentences and stuff to get to the next plot point so it's not like i'm reading like too too much but uh i don't g-a-r-l <laughs> was that's a girl yeah, yeah. That's what I, I, it's funny because in my head i'm always like girl you know something he's like the lovable idiot too so like something okay, bad cool. will always happen to him and i'll be like girl <laughs> no not girl <laughs> but uh yeah so like those three grew up they were like childhood best friends and uh okay. Valerie and Zale, the two main characters, they were like born during a uh one was born a summer solstice, one was born a winter thing or whatever, and they became solstice warriors and like they were picked from like right. birth to be that or something like that. And then they were kind of trained uh as kids to be these new warriors, uh, to go out and fight uh dwellers. There's like dwellers throughout the world. There's only one dweller left in the main story. That's like part of the big thing. Uh maybe I'm spoiling a bit too much now, but uh so yeah they grew up with garl but they went to train for a very long time like a decade about i think uh mm, so they didn't see warriors. garl for a decade 
But then you meet up with them, and it's just funny, like, how much they love Garo. They're like, we shouldn't bring Garo with us. That's that's always, like, a big plot point. Is like, we shouldn't bring Garo with us because he's not a solstice warrior, and he doesn't have magic powers. But we love Garo, so we're going to bring Garo. <laughs> yeah, you know? I love Plus, Garo, too. Garo, Garo cooks, too, so he's like, okay. Oh, he's the cook for Yeah, them. he's the cook as well. So it's like, we got to bring Garo, man. It's of like, everyone loves do. Garo. We need Garo. It's funny. You, like... You get this whole town, and like they just love Garl in that town. It's yes, hilarious. Yes, they do. Yeah, it's I like, love Garl. I didn't I, play the who game. Does it? It. Who does it? Who does it? Garl's fucking amazing. <laughs> He's probably one of our top characters. Oh, uh, dude, I love Garl. You gotta play this game. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of really cool mini games too that I didn't mention. I mean, there's a whole cooking mechanic as well. That's how you uh, oh. get health and stuff like that. But you can get different ingredients and kind of mix and match different things and make higher uh, potions and stuff like that. And then there's a fishing minigame. Love the fishing minigame. Reminds me a lot. Have I, have I expressed my love for fishing minigames on the Maybe show Maybe a little enough? bit. Okay, okay. Because like Red Dead 2 fishing minigame, peak. Peak video yeah, games right peak. there. Fucking love that. Oh, when you go around and get the legendary fish in that game. Oh, my God. Like the best time <laughs> of my life. Best time of my life. Um, well, yeah. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from there. After I beat that, so then 2020 happened. And it's like, yeah, ah, oof. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the fishing video game is fun. It's just, it's real simple. You know, you, you you pull the line one way while the fish is going the other. You don't break the reel. It's it's a very simple fishing mini game. But there's like different types of fish you can get, special fish and stuff too. So I'm really enjoying it. There's like ponds spread throughout like everywhere in the map. So it's like you can go to each pond and catch different fish and combine that with potions and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm uh, really enjoying the game this time. I probably beat it this weekend. Honestly, I'm. I kind of want to play this more in Starfield right now. You should go play Sea Stars. Dude. You're gonna really like Sea Stars. Sea Stars yeah. is fucking great, man. It's very charming. Great music. I just need dude. to beat Starfield. Now. You're gonna love the music. And yeah. Uh, Everything about it, man. I'm trying to. What else is in my notes here? Let me see. Yeah, no, that's about all I want to go over. There's a fucking grappling hook. I got that in my notes. Yeah, so that's the. You, so you're gonna thing. try to beat it this weekend? Yeah, That's yeah, I think I, I think I definitely could. Uh, I think it was like last Sunday. I played it for like ten hours straight, so I was like, all right, yeah, nice. Cool. You playing more Starfield? Uh, yeah, I've I've been hit going in here and there and just uh playing through. I w- I want to do like I told you last week. You can go through and do a playthrough super quick to like upgrade your mm-hmm. powers. So I want to do one more playthrough, uh, and then just like live in probably my third uh save okay. or play through whatever you want so to call still it afterwards doing a little bit of that yeah i've just been hopping in here and there if i don't feel like paying attention to a story too deeply or something like that like super late and i'm just like all right let me just go through starfield go get a couple artifacts then uh dip out but yeah i definitely want to get back into starfield at some point but i don't know i definitely want to play something else after yeah you put a lot of time stars as well yeah i did it's like you know you put 60 hours and i'm gonna go back to starfield too when the expansions come out so it's just like you know i don't i don't need to go back to starfield even this year really i want to play that fucking cyberpunk dlc but it's like uh, i gotta replay that whole thing too probably Uh, i'll just look up the story (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's supposed to be very good and uh yeah yeah, i'm really happy for cd project Red. i I my big hang up is how much they reworked everything like I'm not replaying the game so it's like I would just want to play that I'm not a big DLC person anyways yeah number one and like I just I don't want to replay parts of the just to learn new skills that I would get yeah like I just don't want to do that I guess a different game that I played in 2020 yeah it just is me and you played a different game yeah, I mean, CD Projekt Red even recommends restarting the whole thing if you did play it in 2020 like that. So it's just like, okay, some point when there's downtime, I will go through and I will play all of that. I mean, that's kind of been my plan from the jump anyways. But uh, 
hopefully now that they're done with updates and DLC and all that, it's just like the game is fully complete now. Uh, at some point when there's downtime, I'll go back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We want to do character ranking real quick. Sure. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. we can we can rank some characters. Uh, I I picked a few just in case. Okay. Didn't cool. know if we'd have time. All right. So we're gonna do some heavy hitters. I Let's chose some heavy hitters. Let's do it. Let's do some. Do you want to go with the heaviest hitter or how, like how do you want me to do? Start this? it off. Let's go heavy. Okay. We're gonna do Kratos from God of War. Ooh, heavy yeah. hitter. We're gonna do a heavy hitter, and heavy this is every iteration indeed. of Kratos. Yeah, I mean, of course, he's the same guy actually throughout the whole thing. So. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> he did he did so update. No, no, to... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, every kind of iteration thing. kind of combined the just Kratos. Um, okay, so then you have to take the bad into that as well, which is the first Ascension three games. Yeah, such a Ascension's just a bad game, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so Kratos. Because it's like there's two halves, right? When 2018 comes out, I would say he's like mm-hmm. one of the best video game characters ever from that point, right? But then before that, you got to add in the whole... I, th- I still like old Kratos, but... I do too. Um, he's just very angry in one note, you know? Just yeah, there's a play. little bit of dimension But it was a different there, time. But... It was a different yeah, time, you know? For sure. Um, I mean, I'm going very high. I think he's going to be high. Yeah, I'm going very high. The question is, is, yes, he has a level of iconic status, too, because it's just a long-running series at this point. But there are some other characters here that I'm looking at that, like, it's just going to have to be a question. Is he higher? Just for their iconic status as well. Which is Sonic and Zelda. Uh, Which we have at at 6 and 7. Like, Sonic is more iconic. Sonic is arguably the second most iconic video game character. Right? Sure. Maybe just Mario. That'd be the only other one I'd think it has more a more iconic status. Uh, and Zelda, um, you know, we have Zelda very high. I think we both really like Zelda. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'd, you're probably going to put them. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I, I would put Kratos above both of them, just because simply story, you know. I think For uh, sure. Kratos as a character is better than both of them, and he has the iconic status to back it up. Uh, and then above Zelda... This is this one for me is uh Cosmic Kiryu. Ooh, yeah, tough one. Is Kratos better than Kiryu? Yeah, I don't know. I think Kiryu might have a better story in a longer story. Sure. I think Kiryu just Kratos has very good stories, really, in two two games or so. Kind of one big arc there. Kiryu has had multiple games over really grandiose story. He's had so many games, right? It's just one continuation, right? Um. I don't know. I mean, what do you think there? How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I can't judge Kiryu too much, right? It's like, yeah. uh, you know, I haven't played the game, so it's kind of hard for me. I would put him above, personally, right? But, um, okay, know, well, e- even if you do go way back, I mean, there's so many tragic, cool shit that happens with Kratos even in the older games, true. right? From killing his daughter, having the ashes spread on his body, and just like, yeah, he is very one-note in those games, but he is, uh, there's also, like, some really cool story beats that happen to his character, and that stuff really helps build an awesome backstory to his character in the 2018 and Ragnarok games. So, I don't okay. know, it's, uh, I'll leave I'll that just one throw out the to next... you, I guess. So, this would be, the, so, we, so, this would be top five area, this is where we are right now. Yeah. So, the next one above Kiryu is Dutch, then we have Abby, Garrus, and then John Marston. That's, like, that's our top five right there. Kiryu, Dutch, Abby, Garrus, John Marston. Where does Kratos compare to them? Because, like, is Kratos better than... Is he better than Garrus? I don't think so. 
No, I wouldn't go that high. I would go above Dutch. I, that would that would be my stopping point. So you're saying Curtis is not as good as Abby? Yeah. You think he's better than Dutch? Because honestly, that's tough. I really like Dutch. Dutch is such a great villain too. But it's like, but he's complicated. Yeah, you know? he is complicated. You know, it's uh, I mean, that's a very tough one. You know, it's like I, that's where I would go though. Above Dutch. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. Okay. It, it hurts. It hurts for me to put him above uh, Kiryu, but I'm cool with him. Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. You ready for the next heavy hitter? Yeah. Uh, it is going to be our boy, our brother from another mother, Leon S. Kennedy. I thought you were going to say Jim Ryan. Jim. <laughs> old Jimbo. Put Jim at one. <laughs> Jim's no Jim's like zero because you can't there's nothing above Jim yeah yeah I agree I agree <laughs> uh so our he, boy he is God we, we um, only have one other Resident Evil character which is actually funny because you chose this one it's not even any of the protagonists it's Wesker <laughs> you put Wesker in. Wesker's great <laughs> yeah he's at 26 we, we should really do Ethan Winters at some point <laughs> he's one. permanently at the bottom <laughs> there's no one worse uh I would love that so <laughs> Where are we going to put our boy, Leon um, S. Man, for, Kennedy. like, cool factor. Probably the best Resident Evil character. Yeah, he's got to be the best Resident Evil character. I mean, right? Jill's up there as well. Chris is up there sure. as well. Sheva, right? Um, I like Sheva. I, I like Sheva. Nah, I, I mean, we'll Sheva. get to Sheva eventually. Yeah. Oh, man. Another heavy hitter. This is... I'm, I, this is, I'm doing heavy hitters. He's this. cool, but, like... My caveat to him is, like, is he much deeper than that, you know? Okay, okay. I'm going to throw this out here. Yeah. I know that, uh, I guess I'm jumping pretty high, but we're going to, okay. Where is he with Cloud? Because okay. they both have Very a cool comparable. factor, yeah. and they're both iconic. Cloud might be a little bit more, just because there's the game is probably just more up there. But sure. I don't know. Yeah. Leon's pretty up there for iconic as well. No, yeah, definitely. I think Cloud is a lot. That's difficult because I was gonna say like Cloud is almost like the face of Final Fantasy, but I guess he's just really the he's face. One of them for sure. Yeah, he's just really the face of Final Fantasy VII and everything to do with Final Fantasy VII, which is a lot at this point. But Leon is—he's almost the face of Resident Evil, but then you can argue a bunch of other characters as well. They're kind of in like that it's same him position. And Chris. Yeah, they're kind of in a similar position with that. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, good idea. That was my comparison. Those two characters. Yeah. yeah. Even though we have Cloud really high, this is thirteen. Yeah. Cloud, interesting. Um, I mean, above clouds, Amicia. Interesting, yeah. I might go above with Leon. Leon has a bit more depth too. You know, there's a lot and of cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least right now, I don't know. I gotta play. Two I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We uh, well, maybe if oh, we get to rebirth, we might like Cloud more. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good. Well, point. below Cloud is Joker, which I like Joker a lot okay. from Persona Five. Yeah, I like Joker a lot too. Um. I would go okay. So what's above Amicia? Above Amicia is Ryu from Street Fighter. Ooh, you that's a tough barrier. That. Yeah, that's a that's tough a tough one. barrier because Ryu is awesome. Yeah, super iconic status there too. I think I'm gonna go above Amicia, below Ryu. With Leo. okay, yeah, I I think that's fair. Above okay. Amicia. Um. Well, what was the next character I wanted to do? Like I can hear. Uh, where was it? We're gonna we're gonna do another Nintendo character. We're gonna do Samus Aran. Ooh. We're sticking with heavy hitters. Yeah, here. That's, that's a heavy we're doing day. heavy hitters. I wasn't today. prepared for all this. No, you were not. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. I mean, again, the cool factor. Cool. Bitch. One of the coolest like 
space characters. Yeah, like after playing through uh, Prime Remastered, I was just like, even oh, Dread. Samus, Samus is fucking cool. Yeah, I never played Dread, but uh, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but she's yeah, very iconic. Yeah, very iconic. What's uh? So you said Cloud was thirteen. Mm-hmm. What's what's like fourteen? No, Cloud is fourteen now. Oh. Amicia is thirteen now. What's what's below that? Uh, Joker's fifteen. Raz is sixteen. Scorpion is seventeen. She's not more iconic than Scorpion. Yeah. In terms of iconic factor, um, is she a better character than than Cal? At eighteen, are we still going down more? No, I think we could stop there. Actually, I you think, think she's a, a little bit better than Cloud, but not Scorpion status. Yeah. Okay. I I think I can I live with right that. There, yeah. What? Where's that? Yeah, put her number six. She'll be the she'll be the new number eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, and then our next character is a is a game that you don't really have, I guess, as much uh, affinity for. Is going to be uh, Zagreus from Hades. Oh, that's all you, bud. Zag. Uh, but do you have any any little this, bit? This is the main character that you. The play main as? character. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Zag. it looks cool. Know what he looks he like? He has a very cool look. Yeah, for sure. He's not really iconic. Great voice. Yeah, love his voice. Yeah, interesting. Where should I put Zag? Kind of has some kind of... He, he's very kind of uh, proper a lot of the time, um, but he's very witty, and he has some, some good banter with a lot of these people because he knows them, and he keeps dying and, and talking to them over and over again. Um, I'm thinking Zag is right below Chai. Okay. I think I might like Chai just a little bit more than Zag. Where's that? We have photo? Chai at 25. 25. So that okay. Zag would be at 26 right above uh, Crash. Okay. If, that, if you're okay with that. Okay. And then our fifth and final character. Uh, I don't know how to spell his name. I'll have to figure out how to spell his name. We're going to do Nico Bellic. Ooh. From GTA 4. Yeah, N-I-K-O, but I'm not sure how to spell Bellic. I'll just do Nico my cousin. GTA 4. <laughs> Nico's great. I think he's the best GTA protagonist. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, people could argue Trevor and stuff. I know a lot of people really like Trevor. Um, yeah, I, I think the three from five are also very solid. Yeah. They're a little more modern and solid. I never liked Michael, if I'm being honest. but um, He fits a particular role in that game. Yeah, yeah. No, no he's good for the story, but... Uh, yeah. I like Franklin uh, a lot. Personally, I never liked Michael. Yeah, I like Franklin a lot, too. Um, Nico Bellic, I mean, Nico the American dream over there, you know what I mean? Tough one. What an underrated game. I know that it's so highly rated in terms of its critical thing. People yeah. need to talk about GTA 4. I, I think this is a cooler thing to say as time goes on, but it's my favorite GTA game. It's got to be up there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think just our era, too, or our generation, too, has yeah. a really soft spot for that game. Yeah, it's... uh. Just looking back on that game, that game was like such a such a moment in time too. Yeah, it Get was the shit out of that game. I fucking love GTA Four. Um, man, he's high up there for me. I really he's got to be pretty like high, that. I think. Uh, hmm. you might not have as iconic of a status as some of these characters. What's well, like five um, through ten? Uh, Dutch, Kiryu, Zelda, Sonic, Kirby, Glados, Ryu. I will go Leon. one above Kirby. I think. You, so you don't think above Sonic? 
No, I think the iconic status of Sonic kind of beats out Nico a little I, bit. It's heavy. His yeah. iconic status is so heavy. Yeah, it's yeah, tough. yeah. Like, like it was tough for character us to... and story. I think Nico really holds it's his really own high. there. And his iconic status, it's not super iconic nowadays, especially with the popularity of GTA Five. But for sure, still the very iconic status. Um, so yeah, I will go right above Kirby. Okay, I will. I'm gonna agree because I, I think cool. I think you're right. I think Sonic's gonna have a, it's a hard tough time. one to beat. Yeah, tough one to get past theory. Sonic. Theory, it took yeah. a lot for us to get Zelda above Sonic. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, cool. You want to read off the top ten? Sure. We have some new entries in the top ten now. Uh, we got number 10, Kirby. Number 9, Nico Bellic. Cousin. Uh, we have number 8, Sonic. Number 7, Zelda. Uh, number 6, Kazuma Kiryu. Number 5, Dutch. Number 4, Kratos. Number 3, Abby. Number 2, Garrus. And number 1, John Marston. John Marston. Love it. Love it. Can we tell us to take that number 1 spot? I'm curious it really you know, that's a that's a tough one to do. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to even think of like who could. I don't know. I mean, I have a few. I have a few. Okay. Okay. I mean, is is, is uh our boy from Red Dead Two? Is he? Is, he better than John? is Arthur, is he, better? Is Arthur Morgan better than? Maybe John. we'll find out next week on the Nerd Guys podcast. Thank you all so much for watching episode 190 of our show. Please remember to subscribe to us over at YouTube.com/slash Nerd Gods. You can also follow us available on all audio platforms. Do you know anything else you want to say? No, everybody get the game in because there's too many games coming out next month. Get the game in. Let's go. Game, get your gamer shades on. In 11 days. Get your Doritos and your Mountain Dew. Fuck no, yeah. No. Fuck yeah. They got Starfield uh, Rockstar now. Sick. That energy drink. Yeah, <laughs> sick. It's Smashing sick. Rockstar energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there playing fucking Sea of Stars. Great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.